Welcome to the Power Podcast and our 2020 theme, Power Perspective. I'm your host, Malia Warner, here to discuss ideas to help you move forward by seeing life in a new way. Today is episode 66, Playing the Rests. Hi friends and welcome. Have you ever felt that your life is in limbo? It might feel that way right now with all of us quarantined with COVID-19. It's that feeling of being between things, waiting for something to happen. And in that waiting, maybe you feel powerless or unproductive or that time is ticking. And if the next thing doesn't happen soon, you'll miss an opportunity. What if this time of unfilled space is every bit as important as times of action? What if you knew how to tap into the power of the in-between? There is an energy, a power in these periods of in-between, these times that feel like empty space. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the power of playing the rests. In music, a rest is an interval of silence a pause between notes. And for anyone who has studied any kind of music, whether it was music in kindergarten or some kind of elementary music class or your basic junior high music class, you remember rests, those little lightning bolts, those little squiggly lines that tell you to be quiet. Whether you're playing a recorder, a whistle, or a set of drumsticks, those little squiggly lines tell you that's a moment to be silent. These rests are not accidental or unplanned, but rather the composer deliberately chooses to place rests at key moments in a piece of music. One might think of rests as non-music, but on a journey through pages of music, the rests are as musical as the notes. A musician might mistakenly view the rest as a break when they are doing nothing. However, For a musical piece to be performed in a compelling manner, the musician must focus as much, if not more, on playing the rests as on playing the notes. The silence of music is as important as the notes that are played. About 20 years ago, I was on an airline flight from Brussels, Belgium to Chicago in the United States. I had been living in Belgium, mostly in France, as a missionary for my church. I wasn't there as a tourist. I had lived in the cities as a French person would live. I lived in an apartment. I shopped at the local grocery stores, at the boulangeries, at the patisseries. I learned French. I worked at local soup kitchens and attended city planning meetings. I'd even met the mayor. I was a full-time missionary, and as a full-time missionary, my schedule had been very defined. Waking up at 6.30 a.m., 30 minutes to eat breakfast, 30 minutes to shower and get ready, 30 minutes to study French, 30 minutes to study the scriptures, then leave the apartment by 9 a.m., missionary work, lunch break at noon, more missionary work, dinner break, more missionary work, and back to the apartment by 9 p.m. and in bed by 10.30 Even my one day off a week, my preparation day was clearly defined. Laundry, shopping, letter writing, exercise. Then all of a sudden, that 18 months was over. My period of life as a full-time missionary was done. And it was time for me to board a plane in the Brussels airport and head home to Salt Lake City, Utah. 
So if we think about this story as movements of a piece of music and the mission being one movement and then returning to college being the next movement. So boarding a plane in the Brussels airport was the end of one movement, the end of my time as a missionary. And then when I would get off of the plane in Salt Lake City, that would begin the next movement returning to life as a college student and doing finals and tests and papers and jobs and dating. And in between those two movements of life was this airplane journey where I felt I was literally dangling in the air, hanging in limbo. On one side was my mission country and language and people I loved. On the other end was my family, my home, my first language, my friends, my school. In between, I was completely lost. I was traveling alone due to timing. There weren't any other sister missionaries returning with me. That entire flight felt like I had an itch I could not scratch. I felt completely out of sorts, truly felt like a fish out of water struggling to breathe, fighting against this foreign space of rest and transition. Then to make matters worse, on the layover in Chicago, we got delayed due to horrific January snowstorms. And that limbo land ended up being expanded and elongated by hours and hours stuck. Sitting there in the Chicago airport, I was 22 years old. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have anything I could do. It was miserable, frustrating. I felt lost. I felt guilty. I could no longer be a missionary and do missionary work, but I couldn't get started on college. If I had known what class I was going to register for, and if I'd had a college textbook right there, I would have started cramming for a final right in that moment. But sitting in that airport was as uncomfortable as sitting on a bed of cactus. Life felt pokey, prickly. I was going to go insane. I was no good at sitting, no good at waiting, no good at resting. All I could do was sit there in the in-between with nothing to do, or so I thought. How do you handle moments of transition, periods of rest, periods of waiting, when one thing has finished and you're ready for the next, but the timing isn't right or it's out of your control? Do you get that restless fish out of water feeling? Does your skin itch until you're going to climb out of it? Do you walk around like a charged up ball of agitation, stressing out everybody around you? Do you end up trying to find things to fill that empty space? The goal of today's podcast is to help us understand the purpose and the power of moments of rest so that when we come upon them in life, rather than being stressed out, agitated, and physically sick to our stomach, we can relax, breathe into the space, and draw upon the power of these moments of in-between to define our life. We might think of rests in music as empty space, silence, nothingness, But in music, something magical happens during those moments of in-between. Silence may be an absence of sound, 
but it is not an absence of emotion, of effect. During a rest, a number of things are happening. The listener is left with emotion, anticipation, time to absorb what has happened, what they've just heard and experienced, and to prepare for what is coming. Rests are an important buffer which enhance the participant's experience. So today, let's talk about three purposes and power of in-between moments. Music teachers will often instruct their students, play the rests. And you might think, but what does that mean? How do you play a rest? Today, we are going to talk about three purposes for rests and how to play them, how to actively rest in order to create beautiful music. And the reason for talking about this today is because we all come upon, some of us at this very moment are in the middle of in-between spaces, moments of rest between life's movements. And by being aware of the purpose and power for these moments of rest, when we approach them, rather than squirming and flipping and dying like a fish out of water, we can swim smoothly, beautifully through them. The goal for today's podcast is to empower your perspective so that you can play these rests like a pro. So number one, rests are defining moments. Rests bring definition and clarity to what has occurred before and what is coming next. In fact, rests are what make the difference between music and noise. Without rests, all those notes strung together into and overlapping one another would be a cacophony of sound without meaning, without expression, without purpose. Without rests, music wouldn't be music, it would be noise. The silence is what gives notes meaning. On last week's episode, we talked about the power of empty space and our human tendency to want to fill emptiness. Whether it's our calendar or an empty house or an empty belly, we want to cram things into it. That makes us feel more productive or more worthwhile, but it actually limits our potential. Music with too many notes, with no rests in between, isn't music at all. It's just noise. The definition of the word limbo is having a period of time that is undefined. It's an uncertain period when you're waiting a decision or a resolution, and you can't move forward until something happens, and that something is often out of your control, leaving you in an intermediate state or condition. Maybe you've applied to a university or to a law school or to a medical school or dental school or nursing school, and you're waiting to hear whether or not you've been accepted. And you can't make any decisions about moving or finding an apartment because you don't know what school you'll be going to or what state you'll be living in. And it can feel so frustrating because you feel like you can't move forward until you have more information. And so in the meantime, you end up in this bubble of in-between. And what do you do when you find yourself in this uncomfortable bubble of in-between? You call to memory the advice of that great music teacher, and you remind yourself, play the rest. 
Let the rest be. Let there be silence. Let there be a moment that just hovers in the air without me needing to jump ahead to the next note. Often we are uncomfortable with moments of silence because they're difficult to hide behind. We feel the most vulnerable and the most exposed. I grew up performing piano, performing for solo and ensemble, for music competitions and pageants, and I was always so uncomfortable with rests, with a space between movements. Because as long as my fingers were flying and there were loud chords and arpeggios going on, I felt that I could hide behind, that the audience would be distracted by the noise and the busyness. But when it went completely silent, I just knew everybody was watching my legs shake and my fingers shake. And it was hard to hide behind it. And I felt most exposed and vulnerable. And so my tendency was to not stop, to not break between measures, between passages of music, but to just fly through so that nobody could see how incredibly nervous I was or that it would be exposed that I didn't really know my piece. Or maybe in that moment, I would forget the memorization and not be able to move ahead. There was so much fear for me in those empty spaces. And my teacher would work with me on how to tap into the energy and potential of those spaces of rest. And she had to work with me a lot. That brings us to number two, rests are opportunities of preparation. Rests are a time to catch our breath, gather composure, let the body and mind regroup, get settled and prepared for the next movement. An in-between moment of rest is the ideal time. It's a gift of space to process what has been and prepare for what comes next. And that moment of time doesn't need to be anything else. It doesn't need to be filled with activity. You don't need to, in that moment, know everything that's going to happen in the future. It's okay to let that moment be what it is, which is simply a space of rest. Now, the good thing about rests in music is that they are mostly planned. The composer has put them in intentionally, deliberately, And as a musician, you know when they're going to occur and you're mentally preparing for them. Real life is not as neat and tidy. The challenge is a lot of times rests appear in our life unexpected. And it reminds me of a piano concert my husband and I went to for a date night years ago in Sun City Grand, Arizona. And the community had hired a professional pianist to come in and give a recital that night. And as we walked into the room, I just went, because there was a digital piano on the stage. It was not a full grand piano that you would expect for a professional pianist coming to perform. And the pianist, I believe, was a bit surprised as well. And he was a great sport about it. Fred Moyer, I'm sure you can YouTube his music. He's a fabulous pianist. And one piece he was performing was The Gates of Kiev. And it's this massive Russian piece of music with chords using all 10 fingers. I mean, it sounds like you're playing with 20 or 30 fingers, just pounding and pounding up and down the keyboard. And all of a sudden that digital piano short circuited and he was still playing, but there was no sound. 
definitely an unexpected moment of silence. And he handled it really beautifully. He turned off the piano, had to let it sit for a minute, regather its electric circuits. He had a very charming personality and took the moment to interact with the audience, powered it back up. It took a little while, and then he continued with his piece. What about us? How do we handle these unexpected moments of silence, unexpected moments of rest? There are interesting things going on in my world and in my family right now that really illustrate this principle. For one, with the global coronavirus pandemic, missionaries from my church, and there are usually 60 to 70,000 missionaries out serving at any given time, the majority of them have been brought back home to their own countries. If they were serving outside of their own country, they have been gathered, put on airplanes, and brought back home. For most all of them, this was a very quick, very unexpected transition. They were planning that their movement of missionary work was going to last longer. They weren't anticipating being home where they would need to be quarantined for 14 days, and then even after quarantine, not being able to gather with friends or find a job or get back into school. And this can feel really unsettling, especially when you've gone from such a structured schedule and an incredibly busy schedule where you're planned from morning to night to being quarantined, isolated in a bedroom in your home with nothing to do. And I'm going to offer here that the reasons these rests, especially these mandatory unexpected rests, are so uncomfortable for us is because we aren't able to hide behind activity, hustle and bustle, busyness, or hard work. When it's just us alone in a room, it uncovers our vulnerabilities and gives us a lot of time, too much time, we might say, to be left with our own thoughts and our own identity. And this is why I believe rests are essential and why they are gifts of space, because they give us the time to learn our identity. They give us time to catch our breath, gather composure, regroup the body and mind, and discover and decide who we are and who we want to be. And this brings us to number three, Rests anchor the significance of the sound. When you're listening to a very emotional piece of music and it's building you and welling you up inside, you need that rest. You need that break to process the experience, to be able to have a moment to look back on what's happened and how it has moved you and brought you to where you are at this moment. Having that opportunity for silence reveals hidden meanings and messages in the previous experience. Without that moment of rest, you would plow into the next notes without any perspective or understanding of what you've just been through. In my family, I have some married nieces and nephews. My older siblings have children who are married. And these are my kids. I feel like they're my kids too. And I'm watching them experience unexpected periods of space, being caught in kind of the in-between. 
For one, they're ready to start a family. They are ready for a baby. They're ready to be a dad and be a mom. And for whatever reason, that's just not happening. And they have this period, this unplanned period of pause, of in-between. And for another, their baby just came 12 weeks early, born at 28 weeks. And they were looking forward to being a dad and mom, but not for 12 more weeks. And now all of a sudden they have a baby in an incubator in a hospital. And so they're kind of a mom and dad, but they still have to leave the little baby and go home at night and then go back to the hospital in the daytime. And my niece wasn't planning on taking maternity leave from her job yet, but now she has this baby, but she doesn't really have this baby at home. So she's not mothering in the way that she pictured with a baby in the crib in the bedroom next to her and getting up in the night and changing all of his diapers and doing all of the feedings. And it's this very unique space of time where they are waiting for the day when they can bring this baby home. How a musician plans and utilizes rests to prepare for and emphasize what is coming defines the music. Rests are their quotation marks that surround the notes and give the notes meaning, definition, expression. Without the space, the notes would be endless babble saying nothing, having no meaning, just a blur of continual commotion that in the end amounts to nothing. What is the meaning and definition and energy and preparation that we give to those spaces of in-between? Rests are not to be feared, but emphasized and accentuated. Imagine what you'll be capable of when you learn how to recognize those moments of in-between as a gift of space. Our lives are not so much defined by the actions and notes, but by how we play our rests. This is Malia Warner. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoy listening to the podcast and you haven't yet left a review, remember to go into iTunes and leave a review so that other people can find the podcast as well. I'll meet you back here next week for another episode. Until then, be safe, stay healthy. Bye-bye, my friends.